Welcome, 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 folks, to the Insatiable Content Podcast. We are back like a 90s trend today. And are you feeling giddy? Because I am feeling giddy. I am your host, Vincent Rossmeyer. Before we start, I did want to clear one thing up. People have asked if the new St. Vincent Hotel here in New Orleans is named after me. And while I get why you would think that, I just wanted to say no, no, it's not. But we have a very, very special episode today. Not like a Saved by the Bell after school special episode, but an actual special episode with our very first guest. I can't believe I'm saying this, but joining the podcast today is one of my two favorite people on earth, the one the only, my firstborn, Miss Nori Kay, who knew I was trouble from the moment she walked in, Ross Meyer. And her sister, Arena, is going to be sitting here listening to us as we record the podcast, and I couldn't be more excited to have them here. Hi, my love. How are you feeling about all this? It's exciting to be on your podcast, Daddy. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to have you joining me. Part of the reason that you are on the podcast this week is that you are turning nine this week. Uh Uh-huh, in four days. (laughs) In four days, and we are counting it down. I cannot believe you're that old. Um, You've been asking to come on the show for a little bit, and thanks to the open-mindedness and the graciousness of your mom, and uh, you are here for a one-time-only special guest appearance. And so I'm hoping that personally, this will also vastly boost the ratings, because who wouldn't want to listen to your cute, amazing insights all day? and truly, I'm not above exploiting my children for personal gain. So this is really in line with uh, my brand. So yes, um, and I think one of the positives about this episode is, is one of the agreements about you coming on today is I don't get to curse at all. So you don't get to hear any bad words. <laughs> all right. So my mom uh, always had this expression growing up that the birthday boy or girl gets to make the rules. And so Nori Kay got to choose the topic for this week's episode, and so I'm happy with what she did. It's clear she's already developing the discernible taste that will make her a lifelong connoisseur of great content like this podcast. So Nori Kay, do you want to tell everyone what we'll be talking about today? Uh Uh-huh. Today we're going to be talking about Taylor Swift and some of her songs. Yeah, and what song in particular did you want to talk about today to start with? Wildest Dreams. That's right. All right. And so part of the reason that Nori Kay chose this song is that there's a new version of it out this week from Taylor Swift. Um, And just generally, we love Taylor Swift in this family, and I'm really thrilled to be talking about uh, her with Nori Kay today. So the format of this show will be a little different than previous episodes because like all aspiring good dads, I'm going to cede control here to the light of my life and let her get a word in edgewise. Okay. And so while Nori Kay is going to be leading much of this episode, I did want to start off Uh, by saying that the first thing I really liked about this song, and this will lead us into the episode's content more in general, um, is that Taylor, yes, we're we're on a first name basis, her re-recording of this signifies something much larger than just the music. So the first thing that I liked about this is that she's controlling her music. For those of you not as obsessed as Nori Kay and Arena and I here uh, uh, with Taylor Swift, Taylor is currently in the process of re-recording every album she's ever released so that she can control the copyrights rather than allowing her former record company, Big Machine, to do so. Big Machine had made a ton of money off of her in a way that she feels, and I'd argue rightly so, doesn't benefit her at all. And so when her contract with them expired in 2018, she decided to go back through her catalog and re-record her album so that she could have the long-term control and financial benefits from them. 
and not just cede all that to the record company. So it also means she's able to determine how the songs are sold and or not over the long term. And so what I find so special about this as a socialist is that she's essentially controlling the means of production in a way that few artists have the ability or power to. But since she has the power to do this, she's also taking advantage of that. And we as fans benefit from that because a lot of these recordings are in fact slightly better than the originals because her voice has become even stronger over time, as evidenced by this new release of Wildest Dreams. It's more full and some of the musical arrangements add a touch of vibrancy compared to the originals. So when you're in Spotify and you're ready to listen to any Taylor Swift song, make sure you listen to the ones Mark Taylor's version because she's determined to have those become more popular um, and the ones that pop up immediately when people are listening and not the ones controlled by her former label. So as a self-described girl dad, I'm all for anything where women are upending the patriarchy. I think it's a great model for the kids. All right, so that is the context for this and also the first thing I liked. Now, let's get into why everyone is listening and that is your opinion, Nori Kay. So tell me, what did you like so much about the song Wildest Dreams? Well, it was just because I liked the song Wildest Dreams because she um, all she was more um, had a more confident voice and it sounded like and I liked it that it said Taylor's version because I didn't like it when people were doing it for her because I think she wants to have her own label. And what about the music itself? What do you like about the song itself? I liked the background music. You did. Mm-hmm. Does it make you want to dance? Yeah, I I believe I saw you dancing to it at a few points this week. I was, I think I was caught up in it too and started to dance as well. I, yeah. I think for me, one of the things is, you know, we talk about sometimes how there are hooks in music, like mm-hmm. the chorus and things like that. And it has yeah. a really catchy hook. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's also, as you were saying before we started, you were talking about the emotions it makes you feel. What kind of emotions does it make you feel? Oh, well, Taylor Swift's um, songs make um, us feel excited and happy or like calm and I just think that Wildest Dreams is both of them. That's awesome. Couldn't have said it better myself. I think one of the favorite things about the song for me is that it has a lot of nostalgia in it and nostalgia is one of my favorite or most the emotions I most commonly feel and so this song really invokes that mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, Alright, let's move on to the third thing that you and I liked. And we her were watching vid- this before what? Videos. What were you, her videos? What do you like so much about her videos? Well, one of my, her, my favorite videos is Never Ever Getting Back Together. If you haven't watched it, it's really funny. Why is it funny? She's dancing with animals. She's dancing with animals. And you were saying what about what she was wearing in it? She was wearing really cool pajamas. Yeah, I think I need to get a pair of those and strut around the house in those. What do you think? No, I will take that face as a no. Yes, I love her videos. I think Blank Space um, is filmed at this crazy castle slash mansion in Long Island is one of my favorites. It's, uh, a, I, I think the thing that I like most about her videos is how self-aware they are. Um, she knows who she is. She knows what type of celebrity she is, and she plays with that a lot in her videos. Yeah, go I ahead. Lo- I loved um, Blank Space because... Um, she was like a, in a castle or a mansion and like they did things that you could never do in our living room like <laughs> bike around the couch. That's right. And I also think that's weird because your bike might have oil on your tires and you might getting it all over the carpet. Another thing I really liked is that um, 
the actor who did the man in the video always had a straight face. He was never talking, and Taylor Swift was always singing. Yeah, so there we go. You're already, see, you're already ready to upend the patriarchy, telling you like it when men don't talk. I think that's great. I think that's absolutely great. Um, so yes, she has a ton of Easter eggs in them, and you know, we were just watching that video before we started mm -hmm. of um, another song that we really like, You Need to Calm Down, and that's also a really funny video with a ton of cameos. It's really funny, and like, it's just really funny. It is really funny, yeah, and also a great song. You should just watch all these videos and then you know why we're like talking about them. I completely agree. All right, so that was the third thing we like. Let's move on to um, the fourth. What This was gonna be one of yours. What is something else that you love about Taylor Swift? Not just the Wildest Dreams song, but Taylor Swift in general. That her emotions are in her song and like, like every time Every time she, like, let's say, and we're never getting back together, she's actually saying it like, we're never ever getting back together. She's, she's singing it with her emotions. Yeah, I love that about her, too. I think she has a lot of emotions in her songs, and those emotions change over time. And So, like, in one song, she's, like, happy, and then in another song, she's, like, serious. And, and like, so it's just, like weird how she does it it's really cool I, amazing yeah and i think that leads into the fifth thing i really like nori k which is that taylor swift seems to be able to constantly reinvent herself so more so than any contemporary pop artist i have ever heard taylor has had the courage to constantly reinvent herself and in the process produce music of increasing depth and purpose and so i know a lot of people who don't listen to her may just categorize her as a shallow pop star but it's quite the contrary she's gone from country to pop sensation to on her most recent albums which happen to be my favorite she's singing indie folk rock with a depth and a haunting musical quality that i would argue rivals some of the other best female singers out there uh, who I respect and admire, like B.B. Bridgers, or Bridger, sorry. One of the best parts of following Taylor Swift's career is seeing the circularity and the connections within her work and personal life. So in We Are Never Getting Back Together, she has the famous line, I'm really gonna miss you, picking fights, and me falling for it, screaming that I'm right, and you would hide away and find your peace of mind with some- Indie record that's much cooler than mine. That's right, with some indie record that's much cooler than mine. And if you listen to the Every Single Album podcast about every single album of Taylor's, which was produced by The Ringer, you'll know she had a deep insecurity about the fact that her music wasn't as cool or as resonant as these indie artists that she really admired, like The National, who, and some of her former boyfriends, like Jake Gyllenhaal, made her feel crappy about that. But now, at this stage in her career, she's discovered those artists actually deeply admire and respect her. And not only that, they were the ones who helped write and produce those last two albums that she's done that have taken on this different uh, tonal quality. And to me, there's two of her best albums. Yeah, like in um, in some other songs, the, the Nation plays. The National, yeah. Yeah, and um, I just think it's really cool that they sing together and it actually makes sense. Yeah, it does. And that's why... Um, those are some of my favorite songs. Yeah, and you you love some of the songs of those albums, like Champagne Problems, Willow. Willow's one of my favorites. Again, like Wildest Dreams. Yeah, those are just fantastic. And you like the video, going back to the video point, you love the video for Willow too. Remember yeah. with that string that she follows all through the through the woods? Yeah, that's a, that was amazing. It's just, she 
So in her video, she always expresses what she expresses in the videos. That's right. That is exactly right. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't think anyone can predict what Taylor Swift will do next. But I am excited, given how much she's been able to reinvent herself for whatever it is, and also just can't wait to keep listening to her music with you. So those are the five things that we liked. Pure endorsement coming from here. Um, I'm going to do, so now we're on to the, we're trying to have a civilization here segment for this week. And this is going to be a little bit of a cell phone here. So uh, our, okay, so for the, we're trying to have a civilization um, side note here for this week, I'm going to do a cell phone here. And that's, uh, this segment is where I criticize something that needs criticizing. And this week's is, you know, I'm criticizing myself and 20 year old Vincent Rossmeyer. I was that jerk that anything who thought that anything mainstream like Taylor Swift and anything poppy was awful and vapid. And if anyone, if any of the people I knew at that point in my life would have um, become famous pop stars, they easily could have written the indie record line about me because I would have definitely been that giving them that sort of pejorative, pejorative attitude back then. I was constantly looking for any signs that artists I like were selling out. And if they were, it was the end of the world and I could no longer listen to them. Like when the Shins, New Slang, appeared on a McDonald's commercial, I, that was one of my favorite songs ever and it just ruined my love of it. So while I definitely think we all need to be wary of the commercialization of any form of quality of art, discounting whole categories of music or art because the art is popular is unrelentingly stupid. And Nori Kay, I'm just glad you no longer have a dad who believes such ridiculous notions. So I think this idea that you have to only like things that other people don't or haven't heard of comes from the idea that you need to feel superior by your judgments in art. And that's not something that I hope you develop over time because it's something that I had to shed because... Um, while we shouldn't just like what everyone else likes, we also need, don't need to reject it out of hand. And I will say that becoming a father has really helped me embrace that fact. Because sometimes if you, uh, if you see one of your favorite songs on a commercial that of like McDonald's, that doesn't mean you have to stop liking it. It's just that they're just gaining popularity. That's exactly right. And see, you give me that perspective. <laughs> All right. So then we have a tradition in our house where every single night before we eat dinner, we do this little thing called what, Nori Kay? Peak Valley River and Dad, you need to calm down. Oh, <laughs> telling me I need to calm down. All right. I, I deserve that one, my love. Um, all right. So with Peak Valley River, we say one, the peak is the thing that we was our highlight of the day or the week. Our valley was our low point. And the river is the thing that we're looking forward to. So that's sort of how we're going to end up this episode before we give uh, our recommendations on our top five favorite Taylor Swift songs. So we're going to each give a peek. Nori Kay, do you want to go first? What was your peek from either today or this week? Well, my peek for this week was counting down the days to my birthday and going back to school because I got really bored. I bet. I My peak was you going back to school and also having my trash picked up for the first time in over a month so our entire block doesn't smell awful. True, we didn't have a trash picked up for like two months or something. <laughs> was pretty stinky. All right, my valley is that you have to watch football all day with me tomorrow. What's your valley? I don't have one. That's great because it's only a valley because I know you... No one enjoys watching football with me. Um, all right. And then what's your river? 
watching football with you tomorrow. Oh, I'm too lucky as a dad. That was the best response ever. You're good at this. You're really good at this. All right, my river, Nori K, is that you are turning nine. And the most vivid memory I have in my entire life is watching you be born and those seconds that I've told you about over and over and over again where you didn't breathe at first and were turning blue. And I have never felt fear like I did at that moment. And then you started screaming and yelling and you haven't stopped talking since. And I am so grateful for that. You're the light of my life and I couldn't be more proud of the voracious reader you are and all the amazing person that you have become. And one thing that I sing to you almost every single night before you go to bed is what? You are my sunshine. You are it's my like sunshine. It's a tradition. It's like a tradition. And then when you were younger, what do what did I sing to you then? Um, when I was younger, you um, sung to me. The Book of Love, right? The Book of Love. And it was, and I loved it. And at, at my mom's house, I have a, my dad bought me a picture of, that says the Book of Love and it's hanging on my wall. Yeah, that's right. I made that for you for your room. So the, if you haven't heard this song, it's the Book of Love by the Magnetic Fields, who are a fantastic band back from my uh, indie rock days. And one of the lines in the song is, it says, um, I love it when you... Love it when you sing to me. Right. And you, you can sing me anything. You can sing me anything. That's right. And also, I always think of you because he says, I love it when you read to me and you can read me anything. And so I... We'll always sing that song and on your birthday I did just want to shout that out and with Arena I also just wanted to give her a little credit for being a part of this even though um, she's not speaking on this and just say as it's hooray, the song hooray, hooray. I'm your silver lining I'm your silver lining Rilo Kelly's silver lining which is the song that we always sing with each other all right, we are almost done for this week, but before we leave, we Nori Kay and I wanted to do our recommendations are our top five favorite Taylor Swift songs. So you want to say, my, my absolute favorite is Style. What is your favorite? My favorite is either going to be Willow or Wildest Dreams, um, and I also love Cruel Summer and Long Story Short. Those are, those are our top five. So if you didn't catch those, it's Style, Cruel Summer, Wildest Dreams, Long Story Short, and Willow. Also love Ivy. And so those go out there, listen to some great Taylor Swift this week, and I hope you enjoy it. And maybe you could listen to all her albums. You'll find out that some of them are better than the rest. <laughs> That's right. See, you're already developing a connoisseurship Dad that I really does appreciate. not like the folk music no i love the folk music i don't like her early ones oh yeah you're the country ones yeah daddy hates them <laughs> hates a strong word but that's that's good feedback um also just wanted to give a few other recommendations for this week um one is that the british bake-off is back that is what we are going to be watching tonight is something i have watched with my daughters for a long long time and it is so and fun you need to watch pitch perfect and that's right nori k wanted to make the recommendation of watching pitch perfect or pitch perfect 2 now she hasn't seen the whole movie because some of that content isn't appropriate for kids your age but you'd love the singing parts right i love the singing parts especially pitch perfect the, um the first one it's amazing and um so if you want to watch it as long as you're not a kid, you can watch the entire movie. But if you're a kid, you can only watch the singing parts. Right. And you felt in the Pitch Perfect 2, you didn't like that part quite as much at the beginning. When okay. Her, okay. When her pants split in front yeah. of Obama. <laughs> yeah, I won't embarrass you, but that was not, not your favorite. That was the least 
fun part of them. That was the least fun part, but you love all the singing. So that's great. All right. And my personal recommendation of a song that I just haven't been able to stop listening to this week is Cut has to the Feeling. Cut to the Feeling by Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, she, it's, he loves it. He's it. If he was allowed to, he would listen to it every day and every hour. I do. I do listen to songs over and over again. It's that pop song you need in your life when you're out for a run, the weather has finally turned, it's not insanely humid, and uh, you are just in a happier mood than you have been in a very, very long time. Um, So that is our episode for this week. Those are our recommendations. We hope you are listening to the Taylor's version of all her songs. Um, And before we leave, I did just want to say I did get feedback about a segment from last week. And so I wanted to make sure that Benton, one of my college roommates, who was the one that was at the end of that joke that was mentioned last time, he was unhappy that his name was not explicitly mentioned on the podcast as he had his wife listen to it. um, And she she and him kept waiting for his name to be mentioned it never was so Benton I just wanted to say again you were the one who was the butt of the joke I wanted to make sure that that was out there because though you succeeded at so many things in life apparently you want to relive that moment and have your name out there so I'm just granting your wish Um, hopefully we're returning to our regular schedule now we'll be getting out an episode every week Um, but clearly this has been the best episode because it's had the best guests that one could ever imagine and when my little sister turns old enough she's going to be on the podcast too well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But all I have to say is thank you so much for joining me. Happy birthday, my big nine-year-old. And I love you to the moon and back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Taylor Swift is the best singer ever. Okay. Taylor Swift is the best singer ever. We will leave you with that. Have a great week and hope you enjoy some wonderful content. <laughs>